Yes. Come on, everybody in the room. Come on in the room. I have my good thing with me on the night. We have a different atmosphere and everything. Yeah, you know, changing things up a little bit. You yeah, know? yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to tell you why we're doing this. I feel as though we want to come in your living room. We want to come in your living room. We want to come in your car. Wherever you're hearing this yeah. particular message on tonight, yeah. we want it to be personal. Right. And the reason we want it to be personal because we received so many questions um, from the last World War Me uh, message mm -hmm. about how do I discover my purpose. There were a lot of emails and DMs like, can we get a part two? Can we get yeah. a part two? It's a big, it's a big topic, you know, yeah. like finding your purpose. It's the reason why you exist. You have yeah. a purpose on this earth. God gave you a purpose yeah. and it's important and it needs to be discovered if yeah. you don't know what it is. Yeah, there, there's a work to which you and I are to be occupied, occupied by that God-given task. Right. And I said, you know what, for tonight, let's come together and let's have like a table talk, let's have a personal conversation yeah. about purpose and purpose partners. Mm. Purpose and purpose partners. Yeah. Can I get somebody to drop the comment in the room, purpose. 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 Mm -hmm. Purpose and purpose partners. So um, as usual, take your screenshot, tag us, yeah. let us know where you are in the world and how this World War Me series has been blessing your life yes. and we're so thankful for all your love all your yeah. subscriptions always um you guys have been amazing it's a blessing thank you so much so uh, i'm gonna pray and then we're gonna get to this conversation about purpose and purpose partners mm -hmm. uh first and foremost god you're awesome thank you for this opportunity to come together on tonight to just have this intimate conversation with your people about purpose and how to be able to live a life that is occupied with our God-given task because purpose is our life's target. And if we don't have a life where we're focused on our life target, we will live life aimlessly. Yes, and anytime we live life aimlessly, this heightens the possibility for bystanders to get hit. Would you touch the hearts of your people on tonight as our typical request, anoint our lips to be the PA system of heaven. In Jesus' name, and everybody who agrees with that prayer, would you say amen? Amen. Amen. Yeah. So there's really just one scripture that we're going to really spend time with on tonight, and then I really want uh, Mrs. Flowers to, um, I want her to expound on how she had purpose before I ever arrived. Mm -hmm. She already was active. She already was involved. She already was kingdom before I ever came along on the scene. Mm -hmm. um, because many times I think the reason we keep experiencing counterfeit after counterfeit and distraction after distraction and setback after setback is because when we're not in purpose, mm -hmm. we'll always find people who keep us out of purpose. Right. And if you keep on saying like, man, I don't know why I keep attracting trash. Could it be that you're in the wasteland? Mm -hmm. Kings don't reside over there. Right. Queens don't reside over there. So uh -huh. we want to really kind of share with you life on life and just be transparent about how purpose aligns you with purpose partners. Mm -hmm. And when you're in a wasteland place, wasteland settings align you with trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So um, the passage that I want to share with you guys on tonight that I pray that we can unpack well is Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. It says, walk with the wise and become wise, mm. for a companion of fools suffers harm. Mm. So I don't have to be a fool. I just got to hang with people right. who do foolish be around things. fools. <laughs> <laughs> and I will suffer harm. So let, right. let, let's get into this conversation, Ms. Flowers. Let's really talk about how 
um, before I ever came on the scene in your life, mm -hmm. what you were doing, your dis your journey with discovering the Lord mm -hmm. and how you really were in purpose before I ever got there, because I know you get a lot of questions and there are a lot of ladies who sometimes can be discouraged. Yeah. Discouraged. Um, this is not just like romantic conversation. Mm -hmm. Literally, God has somebody assigned to cross your path that's going to help you get to the next level. Amen. But if we're out of position, wrong destinations always will collide us with wrong directions. Amen. So kind of talk about that. Talk about that. Okay. Well, um, I'll start from when I went to college. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, it's important that you have people in your life that can always lead you and guide you in the right direction. Okay, mm -hmm. whether it's your parents, whether yeah. it's a, a pastor, whether it's, you know, grandparents or aunts or uncles, but somebody that can always give you sound advice and wisdom. And so my mother, well, of course, was mine. Mm -hmm. And so she prayed about where she was going to send me to college. Yeah. And she told me, so I didn't apply for any other school. Now that's not really heard of as a college student. You, you apply to multiple schools just in case the one that you really want to get into, you know, you don't get accepted. But yeah. I applied to literally no other school. And wow. that's specifically what my mother prayed. Like, God, where am I going to send my child? I want, you know, I want her to, to be where you want her to be. And that, mm -hmm. that's such a blessing. Yeah. And so God, God spoke to her and said, don't apply for any other school. I will provide the money. I have friends down there for her. Like I remember it verbatim when my mother came to me and told me, this is the school you're going to, you know, that you're going to apply for. And so I got a scholarship. Uh, I got accepted, you know, and the rest is history. And so when I was there, um, God definitely surrounded me with people that were um, like-minded. And um, it, that's really where I, st I started my Christian journey. I, I grew up in church my whole life. My mother is, was a minister, um, but I didn't get serious about my walk with Christ until I got to college. Some people do the contrary, like when yeah. they get to to college, they wild out, but you know, I I, 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 I felt the tugging of the Lord early on um, in my life, yeah. and so I just decided to get serious about my walk, you know, when I was about 18. Mm -hmm. um, so there is when I met friends um, that eventually led me to my husband, what, yeah. uh, 12, I guess 12 years later, because I met him, or 10 years ago, I met him when I was 29, so 11. So I went to college when I was eight, 18. So it shows you how God has your has, can have your life orchestrated. And while yeah. I was there, I, of course, I was active, active on campus. Yeah. Once I graduated, um, I was active in my community. I was always a part of a, a, a body or an assembly uh, of church. I was always on the praise team. I was always... Like I said, doing community service, I was always involved. Once I graduated, yeah. um, I, I did uh, pageantry. I did that in college as well. I did, um, I would go to different uh, juvenile centers to minister because I just wanted to be involved. I never wanted to be wow. somebody that was just kind of, I, I'm a Christian, but not, you know, not really active in doing anything, you know, with my Christianity. And so that is what kind of allowed me to meet different people and that eventually is what allowed me to meet my purpose partner wow jerry so um i was a part of a church through a a, a friend yeah. of mine um her brother had started a church and mm -hmm. who happens to be jerry's cousin so i was friends with her for several years and once her brother started the church in oklahoma city 
I joined uh, the church because I believed in what was going on there, and wow. and I got very active there. So and hold, on, hold on, I don't mean to interrupt, but do you believe church has a like church is connected to your assignment? It can be definitely. I, I mean, wow. for sure, for me, it was connected, one hundred percent. I think uh, we believe everybody should be planted in a in a in a church. Every single person, like you, should be planted somewhere. So, as I was at this church, when I got involved there through my friend that happened to be Jerry's cousin, um, I, I I just realized that this is. This is something that I want to do all the time. Like I want to be in ministry hmm. full time. I want. Um, I was a teacher. I got my degree in educa in music education. But I could. I knew in my in my heart. I sensed in my spirit that I wanted to do work for the Lord yeah. full time. You know, my mother, like I said, was in ministry. I grew up in church. So it's just something that was always in me, and I felt that that was God was leading me to. Yeah. And so um, that's where I got really, really active was at that particular church. Now, there was another church I was part of. I was active there too, but this church, I feel like this is where I was most active mm -hmm. and which led me to meeting him several years later. Yeah. And so it's really important that when you're at church, um, to, to answer his question further, when you are planted at a church, you can definitely be connected with people um, and, and um, be directed in the right path to mm -hmm. where you're supposed to go. Yeah. Um, when you're at the right church, you Dude. can always be in the right community of people to where, you know, even if you don't know your purpose, even if you don't know what direction you're going to mm. go, you're around a, a group of people, an assembly of people that can help you um, and, and expose you to different things. Whether it's in ministry or in a, in a certain career, yeah. it will show you and help you to find that purpose. Yeah. Look, she said something so profound. I want this to be like number one, point number one. Mm -hmm. Community leads to activation. Community yeah. leads to activation. See, listen, you have to understand this. Where I am will activate who I'm called to be yeah. or it will activate a person that will keep me where I'm currently at. I have to be in circles that activate what God put in me. I think right. we need to ask ourselves this question right here. Due to my circle and due to my friends, due to the culture that I'm surrounded by, my church culture, my, my church culture, uh -huh. my circle culture, what do they activate? Yeah. What do they activate? Because as she was articulating this, I was just really, really thinking about community, um, life on life, uh, fellowship, that if she would not have been at the church you were at, you would never have met me. Absolutely, but not just that. I, I like I said before, it, it's it was a series of events, mm -hmm. and so it shows you that your steps are ordered by the Lord. Ah, you know when you here, girl. <laughs> when you um Hope when you are submitted to to God, mm -hmm. and you really do want His will, yeah. and you really do want His plan and His purpose for your life. Yeah. He will order your steps. He will mm -hmm. He will guide you. Uh, uh, down the right path that you're supposed to go to yeah. but it's when we start making decisions on our own and, mm. and choices on our own and making moves on our own wisdom or our own desires that's when confusion can come or yeah. that's where you can come in a place in your life and and you can ask yourself what is 
what am I doing? Like, what's yeah. my purpose? You could be in a career for 10 years and, mm -hmm. and, and, and say, I don't even really know if I want to do this. Like, is mm -hmm. this really gonna, how I'm gonna retire? Because mm -hmm. a lot of times we just kind of go with the flow of life or we just make choices based on, you know, our own finite wisdom. And so that's why when you really submit your life completely to Christ mm -hmm. and you say, God, you know, I want your will to be done in my life and not my own will, that's where God begins to orchestrate. Well, he's already been orchestrating, but now you are you are being exposed to what he's orchestrated. You know, whereas before if you had, you know, no you know, no relationship with Christ or you you had no concern about consulting him about your life, um you ha you you were not privy to the orchestration. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So now that you are now you can, God can show you, this is what I have planned for you, or yeah. this is what I want for your life. And these yeah. are the steps that I want you to take to get there because um, this is this is why you're here. Yeah. Ultimately to bring me glory, but your, you know, my glory, uh, his glory looks different for me, yeah. you know? And so somebody else's life, mm -hmm. you're giving God glory, but it looks different in your past. But he shows you what your path is, and then he shows you what some he shows the other person what their path is. Yeah. You know, so I think that it's super, super, super important for if you're saying that you're a Christian and you're a believer, you really have to make that step to completely give everything over to God and say, God, I I, I want my life one thousand percent to be what you want it to be. Yeah, like we, I, I I am here for you and you alone, not for yeah. my own. Yeah. gain my own you know my own reasons i'm here for you you're the creator yeah. of all you created me you know why i'm here yeah. and i want to be here and do what you want me to do while i'm on this yeah. earth yeah we can't we can't be work half time for god and want full-time blessings and i think yeah, I, I really want us to understand that where i am is equally important to where i'm going one of the things that jerry has discovered Anytime I want to change my life, that's also going to require for me to change who I'm with. Right. It's also going to require for me to change what I'm listening to. See, the reason I wanted to have this discussion is because everybody wants to discover purpose. Everybody wants to right. be kingdom until it's time to implement kingdom principles. Right, 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 right. Until it's actually time to sacrifice. Until it's actually time to suffer. I need to be in a place that carries a soundtrack of heaven. Mm. I don't want to just have inspiration. I need to have an impartation. Yeah. I don't want to just have spiritual pep rallies. Yeah. I need to be in a place of power. And that's tied to my atmosphere. That's good. That's tied to where I am. And I, and I spoke about this before. When we really think about when Jesus resurrected resurrected Lazarus mm -hmm. he said y'all loose him yeah so this means I have to have people number one who hear Jesus around me mm -hmm. number two I have to have people who could identify when I'm bound That's Jesus good. told Lazarus to come forth and he comes forth hopping because he's bound yeah. this lets me know that you could be called but still bound That's good. so I need to have friends who will remove grave clothes off of me mm. I need to have friends who know how to take things off of me. And I think the quintessential question we have to ask ourselves is, am I surrounded by people and am I, am I in a place, am I in an atmosphere that loose me or that binds me? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and a mm -hmm. lot of us, you are the one that's going to break things for your bloodline. You're the that's one good. that's going to br break things for your family. And you're wondering why you said, God, why does it seem like nobody else is doing this? Why does it seem like I'm the only one in my family? Mm. What you're really, what you're really not understanding is God has called for you to be the blueprint. 
God has called for you to be the blueprint. I need you actively engaged in mission before anything else arrives. This is what I need you to get involved right, in. Right, right. You have a purpose, you have an assignment, you have a calling, you have a task, mm -hmm. and everything else, every step, I understand that your mistakes are also a part of the journey. Yeah. Because like absolutely. we stated, your Ishmael mistake does not disqualify you from your Isaac promise. Amen. But I have to understand yeah. that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Right, right, I want right, ordered right. steps. Amen. God, are we doing number five? Are we doing number six? Right. Or would you know my forward shape? Right, right. <laughs> what steps, what are you ordering for this season of my life? Yeah. Because truthfully, me discovering my purpose in this season mm -hmm. is tied to the connections that I have and this current season is going to affect my next season. Amen. So even before my wife came along, um, I was a student pastor. I was doing music mm -hmm. and um, I, I didn't try to have, you know, like a rap career or nothing like that. I was really just trying to inspire my generation and my young teens to stop yeah. listening to this trash that they were listening to. And that led to me going to this youth revival, this youth conference, this uh, college thing, this college summit. And all of that was connected so that I could discover my queen. And I think that you have to ask yourself, am I actively engaged in something that God can use to be progressive? Mm. What does that mean? Am I serving in the community? Yeah. Am I one of those, am I one of those people who claim to be kingdom but nobody else knows it but the church. Like when I go, when I go to work and I'm right, with my friends, right, right. oh, I could be free. I, I'm not really doing that. Right. And so do I genuinely desire change? Right, Number right. two, genuinely desire change. Amen. Yeah. Now please understand this. I'm talking about literally the process from going to a caterpillar to a butterfly. Mm -hmm. But what that's gonna require is for God to cocoon you. That's going to require this season of being obscured yeah. where it seems like nobody's coming your way. It seems like your book's not selling. It seems like your videos aren't selling, but I have to be consistent yeah. because discipline is the diet of the next level. Mm -hmm. And so what I want you to unpack, I think the next thing is when it comes to purpose partners, how did you really know I was a part of what God was calling for you to do? Because it's one thing to be like, okay, I feel as though this is what God is leading me to do. But how did you as a woman, and then I'm going to kind of give my two cents as a man, but how did you as a woman kind of know like, okay, Jerry is somebody that I could I could do life with. Jerry is somebody that complements what I feel God has put in my bosom to birth. Like what was that? What was that within yourself? Well, I I um when I was at the church, uh I was at a place in my life where I had been um I had gone through relationships, you know, in my adult life in my 20s. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of at that wit's end where I was like, ah, you know what, God, I, I'm kind of over this whole relationship thing and I'm kind of <laughs> tired of getting my heart broken. And so I, I need you to show me the next person that comes into my life. I want them to be my husband because I was not willing to settle. Hmm. And so you say that again. I was not willing to settle. I had been, uh, I'm a product of divorce. I had divorced uh, in my family. And so it's not something that I wanted for myself. And so I was, I, if it wasn't gonna be the right person, I just was like, I don't wanna get married. And so hmm. when I met Jerry, and he, uh, he came into my life, I, I, uh, I could see his fruit. And I could see how uh, he was real. I had met other men that were, um, Christians or claim to be Christians 
um, but their lifestyle was contrary to what they were talking about. Mm. And then when, uh, when I met and saw how he was genuine and real about what he was doing at his church, and how I saw how he was ministering to the young people there, uh, there was a, a, a sensing in my, in my spirit, quite honestly, that it was a draw to, to him, you know, mm. and it was beyond what I say is physical or emotional. We had been talking on the phone and things like that. Mm. He had been trying to pursue me, but mm. I was really trying to push him away because I was like, I don't, I don't know if this is God. I don't know if this is mm. right. You know, you might need mm. to just stay down in Houston. <laughs> and uh, so I, uh, I heard I, what she just said. I did. And you might need to just say, stay down, stay down in, Houston. in Houston. I don't know if this is really what you want here. And I, mm. I was, I wasn't willing to get involved if this wasn't a godsend. And so I, I, I fasted and I prayed. I asked for counsel. I called my mother and I fasted and I prayed. I told him not to call me for three days because I, I wanted to know who sent him. I wanted to know if God sent him or the devil sent him. Hmm. And so uh in that in that time period i wanted god to show me because i didn't want to further continue to on in you know talking to him or entertaining him unless i knew that this was god's will for my life i wasn't trying to waste time anymore yeah and so after the three days uh i had a, a just an undeniable peace that this was my husband hmm. And so I think once you are in a place in your life and in your heart where you want nothing but God, hmm. I knew that that's what okay. I wanted. I wanted nothing but God's will for my life. I, hmm. did, I was done doing things that my way. I was done choosing relationships that I thought were right, that I hmm. thought were what God wanted, but Talk, it, it really wasn't really what God wanted was more what I wanted, but I try, I tried to label it like, oh, this could be God because I see X, Y, Z. I was at the point, I, I really wanted what God wanted for my life, mm. like in, as far as relationships. And if it wasn't what God wanted, I did not want it. And so when I saw his character, his fruit, his life, mm. and I saw that it matched up with his with what he said and how he lived, mm. and I prayed and I asked God for an answer, he gave me the peace in my heart. And our lives, from what I wanted to do, and what, like I said before, wanting to do ministry full time, it just it worked, it gelled, and we and 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 I could see how um, our lives could 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 just work together, you mm. know, for God's glory. Yeah. Because that's really what I wanted, yeah. and so that honestly was just. No, the, you 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 said a book. That was a whole word. She, oh, first thing she was sorry. like. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, when I mean a book, I mean what you said was something that. I think a lot of people could feast from. She said that first thing I did was I went off fruit. I went off fruit and I wanted to make sure that his fruit matched. Right. Then after I was a fruit inspector, that's like number three. You have to be a fruit inspector. Yeah. I need to be able to inspect, does this person have fruit? They mm -hmm. may have abs, they may have beard, they may have good conversation. They right. may even be able to quote scripture. Mm -hmm. This may be a place that seems to be good, but is it producing fruit? So I must be a fruit inspector. Mm -hmm. Then after that, she was like, okay, mm -hmm. I fasted. Mm -hmm. That That's going to require for you to get to a place to where, God, if this ain't you, I don't want it. And that's literally what she told me. She was like, when she was, you know, doing it, you can stay down in Houston. Mm -hmm. You can go here. She literally, like we stated many times before, many, she, she really told me, I don't know who sent you. I don't know who sent you. So I'm going to fast and I'm going to pray. 
until I get a confirmation from my pastor, mm -hmm. from my from my, my parents, from my leader. I need to get to a position where it's not just me scanning you. Yeah. I need God to scan you. Right. Some of us, the reason you keep getting deceived is because you keep scanning. Yeah. You keep scanning. Yeah, this this everything I want. Everything I desire. You're scanning through a lens of what you desire versus heaven's endorsement. There are a lot of people who really, really live life based on if I want it. I don't really care what heaven thinks. And this is dangerous because anytime you go outside of obeying God to get something, you're going to have to stay outside to keep what you got. And I can't speak for anybody else, but I want God's hand on my relationships. Absolutely. I want God's favor on my ministry. Yeah, just I blessing. want God's hand on my business. Yeah. Some of us, you want God's hand on your bank account. You're like, Lord, touch the dollar right. sign. Right, right, right. <laughs> but more than anything, I need to have wealth in my spirit. I need to have wealth in my purpose. Right. I want to have wealth in my self-esteem. I want to have wealth in my mindset. And so I think it's so powerful that she was like, I have to be a fruit inspector. I have to fast. I have mm. to pray yeah. because I need God to scream this situation Amen. for myself on the other end I kind of already knew what I was looking for mm -hmm. I knew that God was leading me to ministry I knew that God called me uh, to be a minister to be a pastor uh, one day I knew that all of that was coming so by default like we kind of mentioned last week purpose helps you decipher I was able to decipher I may see a pretty woman or I may see uh, a community that seems cool but mm -hmm. if it doesn't complement the direction that I know God is taking me right see purpose expedites healing and it doesn't just expedite healing. Purpose also becomes your navigational system. Right, right, It right. becomes your GPS. Mm -hmm. And so when I met her, I kind of already knew, like, I want, um, God, I need you to have somebody in my life who's mm -hmm. serving. I need you to have somebody who loves you more than they'll ever love me. Right. I need, I need you to, to align me with somebody mm -hmm. who really, really just desires and loves to see people heal, loves mm -hmm. to see people grow. I think something that really touched me when I was going to the gym one day, um, the guy said, hey, man, uh, I, I see that you're, you're coming and you're diligent. I have the best job in the world. I get to see people become. Mm -hmm. And that really, really touched me and it's something that stood out to me because one of my greatest joys is to see people evolve, mm. is to see people grow. Mm. Do you have anybody in your life that helps you evolve? Wow. I need to be in a place that causes for me to have evolution. Mm. Everybody watching this, we want you to know that God has a plan. God has a purpose. God has, God has an assignment and he has a task. Before you ever got here, um, like I articulated Sunday, before your mother, before your mother ever thought your daddy was cute mm -hmm. or however the process went down to get you here in the earth, God had a plan for you. God has a plan for you. Right. And we are not called to just roam through life and exist. God wants That's us good. God wants us to be able to have a collision course encounter with him mm -hmm. surrender our will and our yes to him mm -hmm. so that he can instruct us this is what I have for your life and I've just discovered once you really just surrender your will and like my wife just eloquently articulated once you really just surrender your will and you get to this place where God I just want you yeah. I just want your will mm -hmm. I just want what you have for my life right then it just so happens, the more I say yes to God in this area, the more it seems God begins to say yes in other areas. Mm. And it seems that the doors are open to the yes. Mm -mm -mm. But purpose is a motion-activated door. Y'all, please don't miss this. <laughs> please don't miss this. Purpose is a motion-activated door. A lot of us are mislabeling doors. This is not a closed door. You just got to get in purpose. You just got to move. 
You just have to worship. You just have to be consistent. You just have to be diligent. Amen. And then God is going to really, really show you once you move, I move. Right. Just like that. There's some things that I have for you, but I need your commitment. Mm -hmm. I need your surrender. Right. And I need your yes. And there may be somebody watching this message on the night and you're like, you know what? I don't really have um, anybody. I don't really wow. have any friends. I'm not really surrounded by anybody. And this is what I'm trying to get you to what I'm trying to get you to understand. Just like we were on tour in New Jersey, there was a young lady, she raised her hand and she was like, I don't really have any Christian friends. I don't mm -hmm. know where to find them. Right. I don't know where, you know, I could really get in the community of believers to help me grow. Right. And I said, hmm, watch this. Um, are there any other ladies yeah. in the room? Yeah. That, you remember that? I do. I was like, are there any more ladies in the room that feel like that? Like they don't have Christian friends, like they don't have a Christian circle. And then they were like, yes. Mm -hmm. I was like, y'all just found a small group. Yeah. And they actually, I think, connected <laughs> and exchanged numbers. They, and, yeah. Yep. And, yeah. and I told her, I said, sometimes the, sometimes the, the presence of a problem is not always a problem. Mm -hmm. If you put on a different lens, you are the solution for mm -hmm. the problem. Right. And so I was like, you came here tonight, you had no idea that you were gonna give birth to a small group. Amen. You probably been praying and then she started, you know, get choked up and crying. Yeah. I said, you probably been praying and asking God, God, you know, send me somebody. I, I, I wanna be able to be surrounded by like-minded people. And since this was a woman, she was like, I wanna be surrounded by other women of God. I wanna right. be surrounded by other sisters that I could bond with, but I can't find nobody. But yeah. really it's because you were supposed to birth it. Right. And I wonder who's watching this message that may feel as though I don't have anybody. Maybe God wants you to give birth to it. Maybe God wants you to give birth to that lack of theology in a, mm. in a certain circle. Maybe God wants you to give birth to that Bible study right. on your job. Maybe God is calling for you to do it. Because yeah. a lot of times, like we stated before, purpose is a problem solver. Yeah. And a lot of times we're so caught up with the problem that we don't see that we're the fixer for the problem. Mm. God has a purpose for your life. Yes, and does. your purpose collides you with purpose partners. Mm -hmm. And if I never actively engage in what God has called me to do, I possibly would never actively cross paths with the people who could help me engage with God. Amen. What, what God has for me to do. So uh, we just wanted to come on here tonight for a little bit just to encourage you and just to kind of um, answer that question that people were asking, mm -hmm. like, you know, how did, how did you know that Jerry was your purpose and how did you know Jerry and um, how, did it, how did it go about? So that's kind of our story. Yeah. And we just wanted to make it personal. We wanted to kind of just touch you with it to let you know that we understand what it feel we understand what it feels like when you're trusting God and you're waiting on God yeah. and many times what you think is waiting God is really working amen and I don't know how many times we said it what God does in us while we wait is more, more important, important than what we're waiting, than what we're waiting for so I want you guys to join us on Sunday Sunday I'm talking about in my feelings yeah, anybody live there? That's a terrible address. Yes. That's like a terrible residence don't, for you to live. Don't live there. First floor, second floor, third floor, townhome. Mm -hmm. That's just a terrible place for you to live. Nope. So we're going to discuss in my feelings. But God, would you give us lens? Would you give us a heart? Would you give us a perspective to be able 
to discover what it is that you've called me to do. Help me identify the passion because the passion is married to the purpose. And then God help me to be surrounded by a purpose circle so that I could be around people who are in purpose because people who are in purpose are activators. I wanna be activated by your will. I wanna be activated by what it is that you want me to birth in the earth so that I could collide with the opportunities, with the business opportunities, with the relationships, with the friends, with the life on life partners to make you look good in the earth. Help us be your billboard. Yes, and we love you and we honor you for it. In Jesus' name, amen.